Your Story Addendum, Episode 7. I want to tell you a story, folks. I'm currently in Berlin, as you know, and the reason, one of the reasons I, well, I came to Berlin for several reasons. I wanted to catch up with some friends. I wanted to start traveling. I want to bring this podcast over here. But one of the other reasons why I came to Berlin is this is where my ancestor came from 124 years ago. A uh, fellow by the surname of Kath came in from this part of the world. At that stage, it was Prussia. It wasn't Germany. It's Prussia. And he, uh, he took his four children and his wife and migrated to Australia and eventually settled uh, west of Toowoomba. And we only found this out fairly recently, that it's 125 years next year. So I asked a few of my cousins and and relatives uh, exactly whereabouts. And when I decided to come over here, I thought, well, I might just check this out a little bit. So yesterday, uh, my three friends, Claudia, Eve and Romy and I all jumped in a, a car and we fanged on over to where he, where they originally came from. Originally, he came from a town that is now called Svendvin, we think. And uh, they eventually moved to another town called Peelberg, which is a little village beside a lake. So we decided to go to Svendvin. It's over in Poland now, which from Berlin is about, <coughs> excuse me, about three and a half hour drive, not that far. So we jumped on the car and we fanged on over there. And uh, I just want to basically fill you in on that little trip yesterday. Uh, we left we left from here about 10 o'clock in the morning and got a couple of hours down the road and crossed the border. I, I find it bizarre, totally bizarre, that you can just let that car go past down there. I find it totally bizarre that you can travel to another country without going across the ocean. Being Australian, you know, you have to either jump on a boat or a plane to get to another country, but here you can walk or get on a bicycle. So we're going down the road and we cross the border and we end up in Poland. We needed to get some fuel, so we dropped into the service station and uh, they don't take euro. It seems that uh, Poland is still hasn't taken up the euro. They use the slotty and uh, three slotty to a dollar uh, to a euro, uh, which is and there's 1.6 euro to the dollar, and the Australian dollar is pretty similar to the US dollar at the moment. So we got to the service station. They had a money change in there, so I converted about 200 euro into slotty. So I ended up with a pocket full of cash. We bought our fuel and we bought a map so we could actually see where we we're going. Uh, as I was getting my money, I walked out the door and I looked at it and I realised he'd ripped me off. He kept about 60 slotty for himself. Well, you know, I hope he enjoys it and I hope it's helpful for his family. So I paid probably about $30 for a map that I should have paid probably about 7 for. Anyway, you get that, don't you? So um, we head on over and we eventually get to this... We, we drove through idyllic country. Yeah, it, it, it is truly beautiful here at the moment. And I was saying to my friends... Do things grow faster in Europe during the European summer than they do, say, in Australia? And we actually thought, well, maybe because the days are longer, things do grow faster because, uh, you know, the place is so green and lush. We drove past fields of rapeseed, canola, uh, fields of rye and wheat. Uh, not a lot of cattle, uh, but certainly a lot of uh, agriculture and fruit trees. Apples are, in, are ripening on the trees. And, yeah, it's quite, quite beautiful being midsummer. We eventually arrive at Svendvin. I'm going to put some photos up on the po up on the site. It's a, uh, yeah, what can I say? It's a pretty sad little town. It uh, 
you can see <laughs> there's not a lot of anything around it. I don't know, it probably has a population of 10 or 20,000 people, I suppose. No, maybe not that much, maybe 5 or 10. And it's, uh, they, um, yeah, they don't seem to have a lot going for them. They've got a castle, you know, which is pretty funky. It goes back to the 12th or 13th century. That's the most interesting thing in the place. The, uh, other than that, they don't have much, and some of the old GDR stuff that's lying around there looks really sad. Anyway, there are a few photos over on my Flickr fleet, a Flickr feed. <laughs> I'm, I'll tell you about why I'm slurring a bit in a moment. Um, so, yeah, go over to my Flickr feed. It's just on the left-hand side of uh, the uh, blog page. Uh, if you click on any of that, you'll eventually come through and see some photos. Uh, so we hung around Svindman for an hour or so and walked around the streets and had a look at a few things and basically uh, thought, hmm, that's interesting. This is where my heritage is and uh, can't really blame them for wanting to leave, frankly. And it's middle of summer, so, you know, in winter it'd be very harsh. But go and have a look at the photos, it's interesting. Uh, after that we decided, uh, should we, you know, what should we do? Should we get accommodation in the area and maybe do a few things? And we just thought, nah, let's bugger off. So we headed north and we went up to the Baltic coast to check out the coastline. These German girls that I'm with don't really know a lot about the water, you know, and the ocean. They find it very special, eh, less so for me. Anyway, we headed up there and uh, the reason it's so noisy here, there are pavers on the road downstairs and... Uh, when the cars drive past, it actually uh, makes a lot of road noise. Um, we went up to the Baltic coast and I stepped up onto the beach and I was blown away, absolutely stunned, because it reminded me so much of Byron Bay, except in winter, and it's their summer. So the, here are all the Germans and the Poles, mainly Poles probably, all the Germans wouldn't come across to Poland, uh, just hanging out and enjoying themselves. Uh, so we, we stayed there for a couple of hours actually, and then, you know, paddle in the water we didn't have a swim or anything and thoroughly enjoyed ourselves and as the sun went down it took some stunning photos and it got cold <laughs> surprisingly cold that's what I mean by like Byron and winter uh, here in winter you'd have snow on the beach so uh, I'm glad I'm not here in winter uh, we, uh, it was wonderful it was beautiful beautiful beach far better than I expected I've always heard that European beaches are horrible but certainly not the case uh, this is stunning so um yeah, we did that for a couple of hours and then we jumped in the car and we decided to head back to Berlin. Even though we knew we were going to get home late, we thought we'll do that. Uh, I had a, I had about 300 slotty in my wallet at this stage as we we're heading back and I thought, well, I've got to get rid of this Polish money somehow. So we uh, pulled into the service station and filled up the car and I thought, oh, well, you know, buy a bit of beer. So, it, so we had this wonderful Polish fellow come, out, come over and he didn't speak any German like the girls do or any English like I do. He just spoke Polish, so we eventually worked out the fuel thing, and you know he put a bit of a 95 octane fuel in the car, and and uh, we went. I went inside to suss out what I could buy, and all the service stations over here sell alcohol and as well. So I thought, yeah, I want some good, a uh, good Polish vodka. So you know I was having a bit of a look around, and they came up to me and they sort of looked at me with a quizzical eye, and I said, I want vodka. Good Polish vodka, vodka, good Polish vodka. And they, and they sort of pointed a few and I said, it's good. And, and I, then they realized what I was on about and they reached across and they pulled this down and they showed it to me. And it's called bison vodka. And it's exactly what I was after. I've been looking for the, uh, I was actually wanting to find this in Poland because my sister put me onto it in Sydney. And I had a really harsh night on it years ago. But it is beautiful vodka. And it was a, you know, I was, I was so proud that I recognized it and that I knew about it. So they gave me a bottle of this vodka. 
And then I said, okay, beer. I want beer. Good Polish beer. So they you know, got a six-pack of good Polish beer. And uh, yeah, I paid for it and paid for the fuel and got rid of a couple hundred slotty. But uh, frankly, I've still got about 150 slotty in my wallet. And I'll have to go and uh, change that at the money changes here in Berlin somewhere. So, um, it, and uh, if I'm slurring my words, that's why I'm actually sipping on good Polish vodka and apple juice as we speak. And frankly, it's very tasty stuff. So um, we got home about 2 a.m. last night and uh, had a bit of a sleep in. And, and uh, today I've been working. I've you know, been doing a few things over on the site and that's about it. Tomorrow, I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we'll see where this adventure goes. So that's it for now. Um, if you get in the feed, I hope you're enjoying it. I certainly am. And uh, as I get more and more relaxed doing this, I'll do some more, I hope. And as I find some time from the very busy life of uh, checking everything out. It is fascinating, this traveling stuff. Fascinating. Anyway, stay with me and I'll try and make it more entertaining for you as we go. Catch you around. Oh, by the way, that's a rabbit in a box over there in uh, making a lot of noise. That's why you can hear all that sound. Rabbits. You don't get that in Queensland.